Good evening. My name is Tinas Lutz. I'm from a mission um, near Marmersbury now for 22 years. And uh, it's uh, wonderful that uh, I can have this opportunity tonight to bring you my personal testimony, but also uh, to touch on a few points that the Lord laid on my heart. And uh, I will start with uh, my testimony when I was in school back 1980-87. It was in grade 10 at a youth camp that I met with the Lord. We were a little group that was very rebellious and full of ourselves. And uh, we went to this camp. The teacher arranged for us. And uh, the thing was that was difficult for him as a teacher, as a Sunday school, not a Sunday school teacher, but uh, um, the, uh, the Christian youth in the school. He was discouraged because I was only one, one boy out of about 1,400 boys that was in the school that uh, visited every weekend and uh, he arranged this camp for us and uh, we went but very rebellious as young people can be without the Lord and uh, I remember this camp uh, the two pillars of the camp was confession of sin and restitution and uh, me and my friends that weekend came to the Lord and the, work, the Lord worked wonderfully. Back at school, we were so full of joy and couldn't keep quiet. Many children gave their lives to the Lord. It was a wonderful time. We were young Christians and we didn't have real spiritual support. Slowly but surely, I drifted back into the world as the Bible teaches seven times worse. I started drinking, smoking, going to the discos like an innocent farm boy came to know the nightlife of most of the main cities. For 10 years, I was the unhappiest person, always remembering the fountain of life that was once in my heart. I couldn't stay at one work, every year something else. I went from denomination to denomination, couldn't find peace. I thought, if I get married to someone that goes to church, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, I would find a good job and my life would change. 1997, I met such a person. We got engaged quickly, but I was still the same. Nothing changed. We went to stay together in Cape Town. And one day, as I was walking in the street, in Main Street here in Cape Town, I clearly heard a voice came to me that says, choose today which road you want to take. And I knew it was God. I knew that today is the day that I will have to make a choice. Immediately, I went to the station. There was a, a pastoral room where people could go to for spiritual help. And 
when I came there, there was an old person there that was on duty. And I told him that I'm, I'm tired of sin and want to return to the Lord with all my heart. He prayed with me. And after I left that room, the Lord graciously touched me. I knew the fountain of life returned to my heart. The Bible became my best friend. The letters of the Apostle Paul to the churches touched me deeply. I remember how I prayed, Lord, where shall I go? Where shall I find this truth in the lives of people, as the Apostle wrote? I remember I prayed this prayer, Lord, if there are only three people in this country that strive to live up to this standard, please lead me to them. And it was the next day that I put on the radio, it was Radio Tigerberg, and therefore I also am grateful for Radio Tigerberg. That was also in, instrumental in my life. I put on the radio and there was a man speaking about Peter and John there at the temple and the faith that was within them and how they helped the man that was lame and the Lord was glorified and he, he also mentioned about a revival that happened at a mission in Natal, Kwasisabantu, many years ago and it's still, the fire is still burning and the Lord is still working as never before. The moment I heard the message, I knew that is what I was looking for. And uh, in that time, I went to the mission for two weeks. I remember how I was convicted of my sin. I wrote pages and pages. How wonderful the support and the love that I received and most of all, the day that I realized my past was wiped out by the precious blood of our Lord Jesus. The relationship with my fiancé didn't work out. And the Lord revealed to me that if this relationship is not from Him, the consequences would be devastating. And six months after we broke up, she married someone else. Now, 22 years later, I'm still with the mission, married in a godly way, six children and a happy marriage. Through the years, I've witnessed many broken lives changed and restored. I can only think of the verse in Luke 7 verse 22. Go and tell John the things you have heard and seen, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. Many young people today living a life of rebellion and unforgiveness and bitterness. We've seen it through the years. Many young people come to us for help and they are broken and they are hurt and they are rebellious and they're full of bitterness. There is an emptiness that they try to fill with all the wrong things this world can offer. They're growing up fatherless and bitterness is their jail. In the book of James we read about a lust that goes unfulfilled. People make war, they kill, they rob, they steal, falling into gangsterism, 
drugs, pornography. They never get satisfied. Friends, the above picture is the fruit of a life of sexual immorality. Fornication is the great sin of the day. Relationships before marriage. The Lord's standard we read in Matthew 5. Whoever looks at a woman to lust after her already committed adultery in their heart. How many young people get hurt because of relationships before marriage today? They say that a young person that are in a relationship that's breaking up goes through the same trauma that married people that are going through a divorce. How many children are born fatherless because of the sin of fornication? How many abortions is done daily because of this sin? If we look at our young people today, we see a lost generation. They are confused. They are unhappy, angry, unstable, and bound by the things of this world. Friends, we can't change the past. But God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, can give us a bright new future. We read in the book of First John chapter 1 the following. And that is the answer that the Lord Jesus wants to give us today. Friends, there is forgiveness, there is restoration. There is the powerful blood of the Lamb that can cleanse and that can break the power of sin in our lives today. And uh, I said to the young people the other day, if you come to the Lord, today can be the first day of the rest of your eternal life. The Lord can do a new thing as he's done for me. I can witness with, about it because I've been through it. I know what the Lord can do. I know how he changed my life. I know how lost I were and the life that I lived without God and the fruit thereof. But by the grace of God, that day when he talked to me in the street, that was his grace for me, his time of mercy upon my life. And I thank God today that I listened and obeyed his voice and turned to him for help. We see many young people, they turn to gangsterism, they turn to drugs, they turn to the things of this world. And they are bound by it. But there is a way out. And Christ is the only answer. There was a young man, was told by, by Ian Paisley, a young man that he was with in Sunday school, when the teacher bring them the gospel. And uh, he asked them whether they want to give their lives to the Lord. And this young man said, no, I still want to see things. I still want to see the world. I still want to go my way. Maybe later. I'm not interested right now. And 21 years later, when Mr. Paisley went back to that town, he got a call from correctional services that he must come quickly. And there was this man, 20 years, 21 years later. You've seen things as he said, but now he was in jail. That was the fruit. That was the end. And Mr. Paisley said to him, young man, you know, you know the answer, the only answer is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, no, 
Not now. I'm still in this jail for a few years, maybe after. And Mr. Paisley said, yes, but you can even serve the Lord Jesus Christ in this jail. You can serve him anywhere. Many young people come to us and they complain. They say, I, we can't. There's too much peer pressure in our community. There's too much temptation. We need to get out. But the Lord Jesus is everywhere. And he's able to keep us anywhere, any place. And we can stand and be a light for him. It's only that we will come to him and be cleansed and washed and filled with his Holy Spirit so that we can receive that new life in Christ. The end of that man was that he never came to the Lord. He died in his sin eventually. How tragic to think how the Lord's hand was reaching out to him and he resisted and he rejected it so many times. And we read in, in the book of John um, the witness and the testimony of John himself. He said in verse 1, that which, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He gave a testimony of what he himself experienced. And he gave us an answer. He said, if we believe these words and we take it by heart, in verse 4 we read, and in these things we write unto you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, God is light and in him is no darkness as, uh, at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin. We see, friends, God is light. In him is no darkness. If we come to his light with the darkness that is within us and we expose our sin to the light and we bring our sin to the cross, it is there at the cross and in the light of the cross where we speak the truth about ourselves and we admit our wrong. It is only there that the blood of Jesus can cleanse us from all sin. And... The wonderful thing, if we confess our sin and we bring our sin to light, the blood of Jesus even breaks the power of our sin in our lives. Therefore, there is two pillars of repentance. Conf confession of sin and to do restitution. We also teach the young men when they come. They, they cleanse their lives and they confess their sins and they make right. But we also tell them, go back and make right where you've done wrong. Ask for forgiveness. The Lord said in his word, if we can't forgive, he can't forgive. And we tell them to go back and break the bonds. Break with the, 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 the wrong friends. And follow the Lord with all their hearts. And we thank the Lord that he came for us so that we can be saved. There was a man in the Bible called Esau. He was rejected by God. He sold his birthright. Why was he rejected by God? Because he rejected God. 
He rejected God's grace. He resisted God's grace. And we read in, 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 in James chapter 4, where the Lord says, if we humble ourselves, it's a wonderful word, if we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, he shall lift us up. He said in verse 7 of James 4, he says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, your sinners, and purify your hearts, your double-minded. The answer is in this, that we will admit our wrong. That we will see that we need a savior. That we are the ones that are wrong. That we are the ones that are lost. It is our sin that is the problem. And when we come to him and we humble ourselves, then we can be helped because the Lord resists the proud. May the Lord be with you all. And may the Lord... Be gracious to all. We thank the Lord for this time. And uh, maybe in the, when we have an opportunity again, maybe we will bring some testimonies with us, some young men that has been in, uh, in, in, in difficult places and was um, maybe in gangsterism or drugs and was set free. And we can bring them along maybe next time to, to bring their testimony. But thank you for listening. And we thank the Lord for this time. May the Lord be with you all. Thank you.